When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Player Profiler and our podcast network is super resource intensive and we rely on premium subscriptions to the website playerprofiler.com to keep the engine running. Go there, sign up for our player rankings, Dynasty Deluxe, DFS package, or go all in. Those that subscribe are everything to us. Okay, welcome to the Deep End Halloween night, 2023, or as the kids say, 2023. Mike and Adam, ready to help with your week nine lineups and all the confusion, a lot of quarterback injuries to figure out, the deep end invitational update, and I don't know what else. Adam and I just hung out, actually, on Saturday. That should be the lead. I've met his family. It turns out they're real. <laughs> so that's exciting. Thanks for listening and watching. Powered by Player Profiler. Welcome to the deep end. Halloween. Cheers, Mike. I stole a, oh, I stole a sucker from my kid's candy box, and I thought I'd enjoy it while we were here on the show. You know what I mean? Back-to-back Jameer Gibbs. Listen, I'm wearing it until, until you know, <laughs> probably, well, he's got a bye week, and then and then Montgomery's back. So it's probably the last time, last time I wear it. But uh, went trick-or-treating with it on, got a couple gold lions from passing cars, you know. Nice, so, uh, nice. You know, we're uh, we're getting there. I am sort of crooked. I'll try to fix that when you're not watching. Yeah. It feels like I'm in the Titanic scene. Has the show ever sounded older than the Titanic reference where I'm sort of like listening this way and it's not going well. But we do have a, an important week nine matchup going on behind us. That's as long funny. as two teams that won or had the MVP from the first 30 Super Bowls are represented in my collection, we will see them behind us. Tampa Bay Buffalo last week, not quite. Not Tampa quite. Bay was like, Super Bowl XXX III VVV. Yeah. And uh, the Bills, not yet. Not yet. Definitely. But we put that up for the ship chasing guys on Thursday. I hope you watch that. Okay. Well, Adam, yes. my, my guy, you seem increasingly troubled <laughs> by the randomness of our sport. Are you. Um, Asking yourself life questions at this point. And we have not talked about this in advance, but I want to know. Um, You know, you can always ask me like, hey, when you have a meltdown, like what what, what was your record this this week <laughs> after a meltdown like that? It was it was not it was not good. And it's funny. I'm so like locked into my teams that like I don't you know me. The fans know I don't look at the scores during the week. Sunday night after the game. I get on the laptop and I open up the scores and I and I look I look and before I even looked I knew it wasn't going to be good and then after Monday Night Football it was a disaster um, which is funny because I have so much Jameer Gibbs so like some play like I did really really well in the FFWC um, Kentucky I did really well but the FFPC after after having uh, an undefeated week in the FFPC in the highest stakes leagues I had a one win week mm. and. Um, 
and I don't even necessarily think it no think if it was due to injury, but I mean obviously quarterback fiasco, right? I mean, you even text me Sunday, like what we got four or five quarterback injuries plus a you know, a typical Falcons, is he is he concussed, is he benched, we don't know, type right. of deal there with the quarterback. I hate so much. I know, I know. No. Um, but yeah, it was a disaster for the quarterbacks, a disaster with the injuries. I don't know what to do anymore. But just kind of cross your fingers and uh, hope for the best. Kind of yeah. like your, kind of like That's your my camera. camera. My camera right now is. I'm hoping for the best. <laughs> we might have to take our a word from our sponsor pretty soon. And hope um, for the best. I'm sorry for the word hate. Like Arthur Smith is has everybody in fantasy uh, sort of tilting and questioning. I mean, I've rooted against Belichick. I've rooted against Mike McCarthy because yeah. Super yeah. obnoxious. You know, the, the idea that you're better, this is embarrassing right now. The idea that you're better than everybody else and you're not that good at it is sort of a bad combination. Yeah. And Smith has that. And his dad is FedEx. So, like, you're going to hate him. He'll never, sort of, a part of who you are. Like, you're never going to, you know, be liked if you're the son of the FedEx empire. Right. Billionaire. Yeah. But, you know, just, it's not even a, like, as many have said, it's not even a fantasy football point. It's a, a football point, your draft capital, which is not entirely his decision, right? Just sort right. Of, you're drafting Pitts, you're drafting London, you're drafting Bijan, and they're using them so sparingly, it, it needs to be questioned, and you have to be able to take those questions in a professional way. So, uh, you know... Bottom line, like Tennessee is maybe my least favorite sports franchise. They took the Oilers. It's Bud Adams, you know, strutting from the press box when they won a random game. It's Music City Miracle. It's like the Tennessee Titans. And I was hoping they would beat Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> so that's how bad it is, right? It's that bad for me with the Falcons. Yeah. No, I know. I know. And, uh, and hey, Will, Will, Will Levis. I mean, talk about, you know, we don't know anything. The only person who knows anything is Cody Carpentier, okay? He was a big Will Levis guy, came on our show months and three, five years ago, however long ago it was. It felt like an eternity ago. Um, pounding his chest about Will Levis, pounding his chest about Anthony Richardson. Um, but Levis looked, looked good. Deep ball looked good. Hopkins, listen, he looked competent. He looked, I mean, a couple of passes were kind of errant, but whatever. I mean, just... Uh, so much better than Tannehill. Um, and so I, I think it's his for the, for the rest of the year. Well, it's Thursday night at Pittsburgh. Yeah. And if he looks good there, no matter what condition the Steelers are in, that'll be big. Like, okay, you threw a bunch of long balls against the Falcons and got there with Hopkins. We'll right. talk about Levis and Hopkins as we get to the Titans team by team. Let's take a quick look at the deep end invitational through eight weeks. And wouldn't you know it's Saint hashtag San Pedro de Macaris. Where is it? I don't know. I added it. It's not there. Oh no. It's well, not there. What a night already. Try uh, <laughs> wouldn't oh, you know it? San Pedro de Macaris, which is a ridiculously old reference anyway. It, it's gone. Yeah, it's all right. We'll, oh my we'll, God. we'll figure it out. Listen, I'm in, I'm, I'm in the top 10. That's all. That's all we need to talk. I'm in the top. You 10. are in sixth. Oh, chasing. I'm going to do it. Again. No, I'm not going to do it again because I don't think anyone's going to catch go bills, but you know, um, 
Chad, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how far ahead they are. You know, Chad Schroeder's 30 points ahead of me. I'm working on it. And I just got Eckler back. And my team scored, Mike, my team scored 195 and Chad scored 193. I just can't even. That guy. That guy just is the bane of my And then that team he posted where we were going head to head last week, 0-7 teams. I think he beat me. There it is. We found it. We found it, everyone. There it is. So, go Bills. Go Nick, Bills. Sean, and um, 14.50 through eight weeks, a 41.7 point lead over oh, that's, that's, fellow Go Bills, Mike Leone. That's doable. That's, that's certainly doable. 13, man, he's got a hunt. They have a 120 point lead on me. I got, I got, I got some work to do. I got some work to do. For sure. But I got Dwayne McFarland in third in his division, in their division, by the way. Dwayne is in third, but behind Go Bills. So third best overall. Chad and you are aligned in division three. Yes. If you're uh, only listening to our show, that's Cocktails and Dreams. There's 70% chance you're in four leagues with them. <laughs> uh, ben Gretsch, big move in week eight to move into first place in the league. I'm in with Louie and. Jay Reed. There you go. And then you have Joey Brown and John Scuderi, last year's winner, rounding out the top 10. My league's nasty. I, so we got uh, Cocktails in fourth. I'm in sixth. Joey Brown's in ninth. And Scuderi's in 10th. All in, all in my league. Four top oh, 10. Oh, I teams. got that wrong. I got that wrong. They're in division three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brown and Scuderi all right. are all in my, in my, my division. Because Scuderi was talking trash on Twitter today about how he's got uh, he'll get Leonard Fournette back now, and now he's gonna hunt me down. <laughs> so we we will get to Fournette, and he'll be first in our team yes. by team analysis. So you and I have a few interesting teams right now. The main event team we had to de- decide between Pickett and Garoppolo. You referenced it already. I decided Pickett was the play there, and I I don't know was I wrong? I mean. He got I hurt. think we both decided Pickett. Like I, I think I was the yeah no. I think we both were were Pickett, especially after the what, what was it that put us over the edge there? I forget what it was. Oh, injuries to the secondary um, that was going to lock. Oh, right, and I didn't right. know. Man, that's that's the hard part. Doing all this stuff, you lock in. You hear about all the weather in Kansas City and all that stuff, but I didn't realize it was like pouring rain in. Uh, was it was it Pittsburgh? Is is that where the game was? Yeah. You know, and, it, you know, maybe that affected it. But, I mean, they were just atrocious, you know, pick it was. And then he got hurt, you know, so. That's the but. thing. Like, I love Jacksonville in that game. I didn't want to – I wasn't betting on the Steelers. I was betting on the Jaguars, and then maybe they throw a couple of touchdowns, which actually happened with George Pickens later on. Yes. But um, Pickett's injury – so, again, this is a little, a little bit early. We'll go team by team. He is saying he'll play Thursday. This is the second time this year we had a picket injury. And then he's like, no, I'm, I'm going to be good. I, it, I feel like maybe the right call here is he's afraid of losing his job because yeah. he knows if Trubisky or even Rudolph get a game, that could be it. Right. So he's, he's playing through a struggle. And I have all, consistently all year I've wanted to sort of be on picket, like just in case. The receivers are good. Maybe first round pick, you know, like maybe it turns out. But now I feel like he's really forcing it and they're letting him. So perhaps there's a, a bigger vision where, okay, this isn't going to happen. 
you know, they're not going to let them play hurt necessarily, but I think um, the Steelers might be okay with letting him sort of force through these challenges. Yeah. And in this league in particular, it's a main event league. We're doing really well. It's it's Garoppolo and Pickett. That's it. We also have Deontay Johnson. So that was like a little like, Hey, can we get the stack working there? But he's going to fight through the injury maybe Thursday. I mean, then we had to decide, do we pick up a guy, you know, he's playing t- Tennessee um, who just traded like their starting safety. Um, but, uh, but I mean, what a, what a, what a gross Thursday night game, by the way, Pittsburgh and Tennessee. I know the total is so low. You don't want to, you don't want to start anybody from that game. But right. Gross. But it could work out. Yeah. Hopkins. Hopkins. That's right. That's right. Okay. Let's uh, start our team by team process, which is very original. Yes. Where we talk about each team in the NFL, 32 teams starting with the uh, AFC, then the NFC, East, North, South, West. Only one way to do it. Before we start with the Bills, let's hear a word from our sponsor. It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from Pick'em games, specifically underdog Pick'ems. And how do you do it? Well, you look at the slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout. You also look for a shit show game. Three, four, five, six guys in one game. That's right. You can do it. You can do it. And you could 100x your payout on underdog. Think about week one. Jets Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 boom. You can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Oh, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode, so we'll go Cousins, Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than, Madison, less than, but also Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pickums, and you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in 100 underdog matches that deposit up to 100 bucks with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking. Sounds like a Thursday night shit show. Take all the unders. Let's go. No costume, by the way? This, this was it. Gibbs, baby. It was Gibbs all day. Gibbs at the Gibbs at the gym. Gibbs at the, you know, trick or treating. You know, gotta 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 give it to, to my guy. Well, what about yourself? Go, go Lions. I wore a chicken suit to work. <laughs> did you really? I, you did. I did. Wow. I'll find a picture if you go along in one of these teams. Um, I'm happy <laughs> to share. It did happen. It was easy. I won an award. Funniest. So you're all you about know. awards. <laughs> Humble legends. <laughs> you have to stay. You have to stay humble. That's Let's right. go team, team by team through the NFL, starting with the AFC East because it is what God intended. Buffalo, Adam Leonard Fournette. I think he's a buy. Like I think in these FFPC leagues, I'd want to pick up Leonard Fournette. Maybe you held on to him through eight weeks. Good for you. I think he's an upgrade over Murray. Do they sign him if he's not in shape? Some questions were answered here, and I mean. The Bills are, I think, still a team that 
values experience and some of the old school stuff. And so Fournette, to me, seems like they're probably pretty excited about it. Yeah, I mean, they he better be better than Latavius Murray, or why would you sign him? I mean, um, so I think he's better than Murray at, at pass blocking. I think he's better than Murray at pass catching. Um, I think he's as good, at least as Murray at, as as running the ball. So I think he's a an upgrade over over Murray. Um, who knows how long Damian Harris is going to be out for? Um, so yeah, I mean, in thinking fantasy. Certainly, you could pick him up and add him if you have him. Obviously, hold hold on to him. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't expect anything crazy out of him unless James Cook go goes down. I still would like to see Allen get more of the rushing attempts. The last two weeks, fifteen and fourteen percent of the designed rushing attempts. Um, so he's obviously still a high a high end QB one. Um, and hopefully that stays that way even with Fournette on, on the roster. Miami against Kansas City in Germany. This also is God intended uh, Sunday morning. I hate player like sort of pun nicknames, but I'm going to do it. Raheem must start. Are those days over? Like a couple of down weeks, Wilson trending up a tough defense here Sunday morning where you have to decide early. Are you necessarily putting Mostert in your lineup? Probably again, bye weeks are back injuries. I mean, I, I would have to have a lot of depth to not, start Mostert. Uh, I'm excited for that game. I'm excited for Sunday. Mike, listen, my my, mm. my son's football schedule is finally done. Lost, unfortunately, in the championship game last week. This will be week nine of the NFL season. will be the first week that I get to sit down and watch football all day, starting at 9 o'clock, 9.30 in the morning with this game in Germany. Uh, so I'm very excited. I'm starting Mostert where I have him, I'm sure, before I even go, go look. The question is, is Jeff Wilson rosterable now right i mean we got a guy that like he had his opportunity he can't get past ahmed you know we only had five rushing attempts two targets then we've got maybe a bye week for miami week 10 and then we've got maybe a chain coming back soon so or a chan so i think like you're obviously not going to cut and drop him now but i think once a chain's back i think wilson might be the odd man out again you might have wilson moster uh ahmed there and Wilson might be that man out. So he's a guy that I held on to. He's a guy I was forced to start last week, crossed my fingers, hoping for something, and you got nothing. Well, Mostert is two plus years older than Fournette, who yeah. we just talked about, and he has been running wild, but it's slowing down. I mean, I want Wilson too, and you know, the coaching staff, the offense, the whole thing. Um, you know. Almost definitely you're starting him this week, but I have a couple where I don't have to, but I'm not sure. trying to brag. <laughs> New England. So the most interesting thing to me about them is the Kendrick Bourne injury. And I'm going to think of, I'm thinking of the Giants too, we'll talk about later. Like Mac Jones, there is some life. They're having, they're, they're hosting Washington and Indianapolis the next two weeks. You want to think there's some chance, you know, two and six, are they tanking? I mean, do they look like it? Is that Belichick's M.O.? I don't know. Maybe. Even if they do and take Jones out, you still should probably get some juice from one of their receivers. The question is, who is it? Parker has had injuries, too. Bourne is gone. Demario Douglas. If only it had been Tyquan Thornton or even Kayshawn Boutte <laughs> in their preseason thinking I was smart. Turns out Demario Douglas, since week one, relevant, I guess my question is, 
is he a priority pickup or is someone else or are you avoiding the whole thing? I'm avoiding the whole, I'm avoiding the whole thing. I mean, again, throw, sure. You could throw in a little bit on DeMario Douglas. If you got born, right. Like you got to replace him. Um, Juju might be available, but he's been completely invisible and he's not, he doesn't, his ceilings shot anyways. Um, how bad is your team that, that Kendrick Bourne gets hurt? Like, all right, it's time to throw in the towel. <laughs> time to throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Bourne's done for the year um, yeah. for the for the Patriots. But, um, yeah, I think I would put in like a couple dollar bid on, on Demario Douglas. Um, but other than that, like, I'm not, I'm not excited about anybody. That Empire Niagara team I have that I just beat you with oh. has Bourne on it on the bench. But Adam, Superflex, Cousins, Fields, ETN, Ayuk, Kittle, Ridley. I'm playing Mike Leone this week. Who am I supposed to start? I'm like, oh, Bourne. Nope. No, nope. it's it's so bad that it lined up. This is basically for a playoff spot. Very tough, tough league. Um, I'll figure it out. I, I won't waste your time on that. Jets. <laughs> Grease Hall, Garrett Wilson. Next. Uh, next, yes, next. yes, nothing. Baltimore, else. Baltimore. Ooh. What are your thoughts on Gus Edwards and his value going forward? Three touchdowns against Arizona. He's their guy. Trade deadline today. No move. Like Gus Edwards, he's always been efficient. There's always also usually been someone else or an injury. Maybe he is like Moster at this point. Great offense. Nobody drafted him. You know, in the top half at least or at all. I feel like Edwards, it's it's not the perfect time for this. He just scored three times. But I think there is some maybe real value here, no? Um he's sure. I mean, he's just annoying. <laughs> he's just You're annoying. so nice. You're so nice. He's, he's so no he's just annoying. Like I realized he tore his ACL like three years ago. But just the guy just always it always works out for him. Like here he is, the lead back. Never misses a snap, never gets hurt. Dobbins gets hurt. Oh, he's the guy. 10 plus yard attempts. He's 27th in the NFL. Missed tackles forced, 43rd in the NFL. Average yards after contact, 37th in the NFL. Wow. Three touchdowns. Three look touchdowns, at, though. Look at you. Just throwing it out there. Three touchdowns, though. Meanwhile, Gibbs needs the whole backfield to get hurt to sniff, you know, to sniff a couple of snaps. You're starting Gus Edwards, of course. I mean, the, we talked last week about the Ravens offense, just like, man, when Lamar's clicking the offense, Tom, and it feels great. Everyone's scoring, everyone's, and it was the opposite this week. I think it was just, I, did Andrew score one time? Andrew's my, my yes. in? Yeah. Yes. So Andrews gets there, but this was just Gus Edwards, you know, three touchdowns, brutal for everyone who doesn't have him. But um, yeah, you're starting him in define, d- d- define value. Are we talking about like trade value right now? Because yeah, I mean, if you're going to, if you ever were thinking about trading Gus Edwards, it would be right now. That's right. But he is their number one running back. Yes. And I they're wouldn't really good. Him. Yeah, no, I wouldn't the trade him. I'd play him. Positive yeah. game scripts. Jackson ran for two yards yeah. last week. Nothing. They're sort of saving it a little bit. They're in first place by a game and a half. Seattle at home this week, minus five and a half. I mean, on paper, you like everything about Edwards' situation. It's yes. just Gus Edwards. <laughs> it's just a threat. So, I don't know. Very interesting for FFPC leagues. Like, he could be important. Could be. C- Cincinnati. My guy here is Tyler Boyd. 
So the offense looks nice. Last year, two years ago, even this offseason, you know, Tyler Boyd, you know, contingent value, an injury, wide receiver three, had some plays early in San Francisco. Is it going to be another season where Cincinnati just sort of rolls from here? In which case, actually, that's not necessarily great for wide receiver three on that team. It could be. But Boyd at this point, what do you want to do with him? Yeah, no, he's and he's available in some of these leagues too, even some of these high stakes leagues. I saw him dropped maybe last week. Um, they have the fifth best remaining strength of schedule for receivers. They have three neutral matchups, Bills, Texans, Ravens, and then they go on a spree of Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Indy, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, where they're really good positive matchups. So yeah, he's certainly worth rostering. You get Chase gets dinged up or Higgins gets dinged up. Um, you can certainly look to look to start him there, but yeah, he could be a he could be a guy that you certainly could throw in the flex um, if uh, if if you have to. For sure, I've always liked Boyd. Um, he's always kind of been undervalued to me. Um, but Burrow's got eight touchdowns over the last three games. Um, you know, his pass rate over expectation has been high the last couple weeks. I you know, as a Bills fan, man, with I mean, I'm glad the Bills added a corner this week. Um, I don't even know if he'll start this week. This um, from from Green Bay, he'll play. He'll play. Okay, good. But I don't know, man. The Bills haven't been able to stop the the the, the Bengals the last three times they've played them. I could see uh, Burrow and the crew in Cincinnati Sunday Night Football going absolutely crazy. What I like for the Bills in that game is that I think everybody is going to say that. Yeah. You, they are yeah. so hot right now, the San Francisco game. A little bit of a buster theory, if you know, you know. Um, the Bills have been winning. They won two out of three, but they sort of look like the they should have lost those games. The Giant game, Tampa Bay. They shouldn't have. I'm not saying they should have lost to Tampa Bay, but they could have. Right, right. Which is bad enough. Yeah. Cleveland, quickly, do you trust Jerome Ford at this point? So he got back in the game. Like, what was he doing active in the first place? It caused us with Doug Guild some issues on our main event team. But he did play. And in the fourth quarter, he was used home to Arizona. Like, do you start Jerome Ford? I think you can. I mean, the fact that he came back early from an injury off an ankle and played in the fourth quarter, I think that's a good sign. They normally don't do three running back committees there, so I don't think that it was just like a first game back type of thing. Obviously, Kareem, I think it's going to be Kim and Kareem Hunt. I'm not excited to start Jerome Ford like I was maybe before the injury, but I think, like you said, against Arizona, I think Gus Edwards just went for three touchdowns against Arizona, I think right. so. I think he's a guy that if 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 you have to, um, I think you can start for sure. Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett. We talked about him in the open. He'll he says he's playing home to Tennessee. Do what you have to do with Kenny Pickett. Like hopefully you don't have to put him in, especially on a Thursday night. Pickens, Johnson. I'm sort of okay at least with those guys. I mean the running backs we can't talk about out loud, but <laughs> at least they're sort of in it again this year as usual with the Steelers and even if they do lose Pickett those guys have value George Pickens who I was saying on this show two three weeks ago like dump sell I'm not sure I'm wrong yet but he has come through yeah what do you have one for 22 and a touchdown last week I mean it's it's funny he's like the opposite of Deontay Deontay could have 65 targets in a game and he still wouldn't score I mean he hasn't scored in like two years like what is I realize he was hurt but like he's not even close let me take that back. 
He was close to scoring last week. He runs a like a, a little drag over the middle of the end zone, it's wide open, and like he goes to stop in the zone and and pick it. Just throws it over his head. He falls and slips. It's like oh my god, the guy just mm. is allergic to scoring touchdowns. But of course, the opposite, where Pickens is one catch and a score. Um, they're like the perfect complement for each other. But they're both wide receiver. They're low end wide receiver twos this week against a against a burnable uh, Tennessee Titans secondary. Houston lost to Carolina. They didn't score, not even 20 points. I am not worried for their receivers or their quarterback. I think they'll have good days. So you have to, you know, do the easy thing, figure out where they rank in your depth chart, and then play them or not. The running back thing, I'm worried. They came off a bye at him and used Mike Boone a lot. Yeah. Like Pierce, I keep waiting for Pierce to have like one good game where he's a good player on an ascending team. It has not happened yet. The Singletary problem, I mean, what do you do about it? I think you break ties against Damian Pierce is, is all. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're splitting the, the the backfield. And a team that's not dynamic and, you know, they're not – neither of them are like – I don't know. They're not – one guy's not catching passes. The other guy's scoring touchdowns. It's just they're both – it's hard enough as it is on that team to get – if you had every touch – to be the man and be good in fantasy, but they're splitting, adding in Boone there. I mean, I, I would, I would bench Pierce for sure. So this is very unusual in the AFC South section of a podcast, any podcast in terms of fantasy football, where you get to one team, let alone two, where you just want to skip ahead. <laughs> Indianapolis, it's all fine. Sadly, no Richardson, and why Jonathan Taylor didn't play at all in the second half is weird. But look at the points and the play volume in these games, Pittman, Downs, the occasional tight end hit, Minshew. It's all, I think, fine. And then I'm just going to not even let you talk and say Jacksonville, everything is fine, too. ETN has been a smash. You wish you drafted him at the one-two turn right. at this point. Angram is working out. Ridley, you'll get there. Kirk is fine, you know, up and down a little bit. Lawrence, they are 6-2. I have a bet on Jacksonville to end up this year with the most wins in the league. And they were one and two, blown out by Houston. Like, that's dead. Five in a row since, beating the Bills. Easy division. It could get really interesting there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, loaded with offense there. Zay Jones still has barely even played. Um, Kirk was the odd man out this week. Evan Ingram has just been awesome. Ten catches on ten targets. You know, I, I started him in one FFPC big league main event. The other one I benched him. It was torn between him and Deontay Johnson in the flex. Um I started Goddard. Um I should have flipped that, but um but yeah, no, I mean the offense is clicking for sure. Um yeah, start all your all your Jags. Kind of the opposite of the Texans where you kind of don't want to start anybody except for maybe Nico Collins. But um yeah the Jags are looking good. Um and the Colts man the frustration about Jonathan Taylor is just here we are week nine we haven't had that he's been okay but Splitting carries with Zach Moss, and Zach Moss just looks terrible. Like he's plodding, like pl- jogging, like looks like he's running in slow motion for like thirty yard gains. He gets a he gets goal line carries where he can't get in, but he's reaching, bending his back over for like let's give it to Jonathan Taylor. But now there were he allegedly got hurt maybe on the last play of the first half, but he came in, got one carry in the second half. The entire assistant second half, one carry. But then he got some um he got some targets. He was out there for pass routes. So just a weird way that they're d- deciding to use him. 
no offense to the guy, but you're saying Zach Moss looks like Zach Moss. That's right. He looks like Zach Moss. That's right. You know, fine. Congrats. Better running back than I would be. Yes. Tennessee Levis. What a performance. DeAndre Hopkins out of nowhere. Some people benched him. Smart people benched him. Like, why would you not? The total was 35 and a half. Right. Against Atlanta. Then he goes off. Um, what now? At Pittsburgh Thursday night. Let's say, what did he have? Three touchdowns, 35 points, somewhere in there. Would you take half that against the Steelers? I think yes. Would you take 14 points? If you had to, if you knew DeAndre Hopkins scored 14 PPR points against the Steelers, do you start him? I guess you just line him up against who else you have. Right. No, I would, yeah, Hopkins for sure. I would, I would definitely take the 14 from Hopkins for sure. And Levis is exciting. I mean, listen, big arm. Looks like he belongs there. Doesn't look like he's frazzled, anything like that. Um, And he's a guy that, you know, I kind of want to not want to, maybe have to buy into here with all these quarterback injuries. Like, reminds me like Herbert, obviously not the pedigree Herbert's got, but a couple years ago, Herbert comes flying out of the gates. You're like, man, you know, can I? he's a rookie quarterback. Can I trust that he's going to do this? Like, I might just buy into Levis and cross my fingers and hope that he's really, really good. The problem is they're not going to throw a ton. Um, he's not going to add that type of efficiency deep to Hopkins the whole the whole year. You know, not a ton of rushing for him that game either. So obviously going to come down. But if he can, like you said, if he can get you, you know, a little over half that every single week and keep the Titans players relevant. Um, what's up with Traylon Burks, man? The guy just, he's Rashad Bateman. The guy just can't, he's injured or he's always... You know, one target deep on the sidelines, just out of bounds. He can't bring it in. Like, it just feels like it's never going to happen for him. Or he's Jamison Williams, you know. Oh, just, my God. What a mess. I mean, there's more to playing that position well, especially just in a fantasy context than being an amazing athlete. Yeah. Um, look, if you have Matthew Stafford or Pickett or Garoppolo or Desmond Ritter who got benched, Again, don't listen to their coach. He's not here for the truth. You might take a shot on Levis. Very interesting that it's Thursday night, though. Like, you have to really put it on the line if you want to bet on Levis this week. Yeah. Denver, Javante Williams is kind of Javante Williams again. Denver's running back. I hate the offense still, so I don't want to have to start Javante Williams. But I guess good to have on your bench. Yeah, I mean, I had to start him a couple spots last week. I obviously was happy about that. Um, you know, 82% rushing share, um, 66% of the snaps, 19 for, for fantasy points. Like, we'll take it. In a game where you predicted on the show last week that the Broncos would would, would win, and it got yeah. even better with the weather, and it got even better with Mahomes being sick, and they just – the Chiefs. No, I knew, I knew all that. Oh, that's right. Well, thanks for that. It's thanks the for defense. That thanks for that. It's the defense. Um, I didn't predict they would win by 15 without allowing a touchdown, but sure. right is right. Right is right. Right, right is right. Plus um, 260. So yeah, it was uh, it was it was Javante Williams week, and the, kind of the underlying analytics were kind of pointing towards this, and it was a great kind of spot where hey, let's get we get the lead against the Chiefs. We're just going to keep running the ball to keep them off the field, and the Chiefs have a good pass defense too. And Russell Wilson stinks, so uh, it's just always easier to give the ball to the running backs, especially when coaches like I'm not you know. When it, whenever coaches don't know what to do, they just hand the hand the ball off. Like I don't know what to do. Oh, let me. I need a breather here. Let's let's hand the ball off twice while I figure out my next pass play. Wait so, a minute. You're saying that's what you do, 
as a flag football quarterback, when you're sort of out of gas and you're not we, sure, it's we take don't a run the ball the flag. Okay, we're slinging it all over the yard. <laughs> KC Miami this week. Rashi Rice. Speaking of last week's show, I sort of thought like just be careful on sort of assuming the moon on Rashi Rice. Not that everybody did. Dolphins Chiefs. What's the perfect game script there? Like the Dolphins sort of make their point early on offense and the Chiefs have to throw. That's what happened in Denver, and they couldn't do it anyway. I feel like that's right, though, that the Dolphins get out Sunday in Germany and the Sunday in Germany on the deep end, uh, and then the Chiefs are sort of chasing. Other way around, the Dolphins have not been that effective chasing the Bills or the Eagles in their two losses. Yeah, I think for – are we talking about for Rasheed Rice or just for the whole whole, whole game? Because Well, think, you know, at least yeah. the game, but also maybe Rice. Because, you know, his his numbers continue to trend upward in terms of usage and targets, snaps, everything like that. Uh, but it's still not a lot of fantasy points. Right. He had nine fantasy points last week. He also dropped a ball over the middle, like in between the linebackers and the safety that – who knows? It was at least a 25-yard gain, so three-and-a-half fantasy points. Plus, he might have taken that to the house. So he dropped that, which was which was bad. Sky Moore also dropped a long touchdown right in the bread Awful. last week. Um, but uh, yeah, I think a good. Uh, I think if the Chiefs get out in front, they're not going to let off the gas because they know what the Dolphins can do. And I think the same thing with the Dolphins. Like I think no one's letting off the gas here. So even if a team gets out hot early, they're going to continue to throw, continue to push the pace. I'm hoping that this, for fantasy wise, man, I wish this game was in the states just because. You get these crazy games over overseas with the time changes and the jet lag and all that stuff. I watched this game was in the States, but I'm still excited to watch. I mean, this could be the offensive game of the year, you know, between these, these two teams. It could, but the pressure's on. Like, they're both 6-2, and two, top of the AFC. The loser could really hurt, especially if it's the Dolphins. You know, if the Bills win in Cincinnati, Miami's in the wild card, you know. Uh, Chiefs with a little bit more cushion. Should be fun. Hopefully yeah. both coaches sort of wink at each other and let it out. Yes. Sunday Sunday morning, our time. Uh, Vegas, only this. Just oh, so bad. Just the so worst bad. franchise in the league. The worst franchise in the league. How is Josh McDaniels an NFL coach again? How is that possible? You know, diversity. <laughs> he was terrible just every step of the way, and he's there – bringing in Patriots, like just how Garoppolo, whoever thought that was a good idea, just the guy at the bar. The only people that thought Garoppolo was a good answer for you is the guy at the bar. Like just never listen to the guy at the bar. It's the <laughs> stupidest, worst takes you've ever heard. I the know. Raiders, I mean, I say contract the Raiders. Uh, that probably won't happen. But poor Adams, I mean, these plays last night, that could have been a 200-yard game. I know. Instead it was 11. I know. I know. Um, couple things. Uh, and I always use Garoppolo as like the guy, like, Hey, if this quarterback can just be Garoppolo, cause he can get, the, you know, he gets the ball to all the guys, the bare minimum after watching that game. Now I don't feel too bad for Adams too, because he, what he decided to go there. Yes. That was, that was where he wanted to go, but it was traded and yeah, then he yeah. got the contract, but that worked together. That's right. That's what happens. You take the money. <laughs> so, um, hopefully for his sake, he gets traded out out of there because he's. I mean, he's just. I mean, how can you? Do you think he's? Do you think Garoppolo's embarrassed? I mean, we can move on. But do you think he's embarrassed when you walk off the field? You're missing guys that 
are 30 yards of separation. I, I think he looked like he was. I yes. think he looked like he was, Agreed. but I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> That's right. Chargers, Quinn Johnston going forward. Palmer, is he, you, you sort of think maybe this goes well? Hopefully. I mean, I would listen, I'm still going to stand by. I had a ton of Quentin Johnston early in this season drafting, and I said, hey, if they don't hit him coming out of the bye week with the injuries to Michael Williams, like, um, I, I, I think it's probably not going to happen for him. Five targets, you know, five, or not five. I don't know how many targets he had, but he had five catches for 50. Okay, he's progressing a little bit, but a lot of the downfield stuff, he just kind of looks, I don't want to say lost, but like he's going up. For, like he's a big boy. I know he's on a down. That's not his thing. His thing is short routes, running after the catch. But he's trying to go up for one-handed catches. You know when he doesn't have to and stuff like that. So it's up to the Chargers to get him in the right positions to do what he does best, which is catch and run. And they did a little bit of that on Sunday. Switching to the NFC, I'm afraid to move the camera. I feel, feel like I want to sort of turn a little bit that way and sort of flip it up so you can see. <laughs> Don't the top you dare. Of it. Don't you dare. I, I feel like it could go, could go badly. Adam, what's wrong with Tony Pollard? That's a great question. I just think he's – he. The, it's got to be the injury. You know, he's not that old. He doesn't have that many carries on his body. And it's not even like he's like wearing down. He de- hasn't been good all, all, all year. So I'm wondering if that broken ankle or leg, whatever he had last year, is, um, is just never – you know, maybe that sapped some of his – some of his speed. I mean – Missed tackles per attempt. He's 50th average yards after contact. He's 36th. You know, it's just he and he hasn't looked good. Uh, even on that one with that screen that he broke free a couple weeks ago in prime time, he got right. ran down by five guys. Like they were all catching him. So, I mean, Apollo's a bust essentially right at this point. I mean, injure guys that get hurt. You can't, you know, yes, they're busts, but Pollard is has been you know active every week, and he's just been a straight up bust. I wonder what we'll say about him next year. Yeah. Because not everybody rushed to draft him, but everybody liked him. And then this great is happening point. where you feel like his injury is the problem. The offense is great. The opportunities are great, like elite. And it's still not happening. So running backs don't matter until they do. And I'm not sure it'll be right to draw conclusions on other players if they have an off-season injury or a late-season injury. You won't really know. But Pollard is a cautionary tale. I mean, he has been super efficient in his career until now, where it was coupled with the Elliott departure and the broken leg. And what you've got is, like, yeah, it's, it's barely startable, sadly. But it's hard to take him out. I have a team with great running backs, and I still don't want to take him out. Would you start Tony Pollard? Uh, this week at Philadelphia or Chuba Hubbard? Oh, yeah. You're, you're starting, starting Pollard in it. You're, you're starting, starting Pollard. Pollard. You're starting Pollard. But Philly's got an insane run run defense, too. It's like, yeah, no, I get it. But Pollard's probably going to outscore him. I'm sorry, Chuba's probably going to outscore him. Yeah, 40 60. <laughs> uh, Giants, are you dog enough for Daniel Jones? I am a little bit. I feel like. You know, underdogs scenarios, Jones gets back trying to save his career. Basically, Brian Dable, uh, he might be on waivers in your league, so I'm willing to put bids in on him. Yeah, he is on waivers in some of my leagues. Uh, I'm willing to put in bids, too, uh, just and just bank on that rushing upside. I mean, you know, you got Waller hurt now, hamstring, right? Is it a hammy? He could be, you know, seeing yeah. a month type deal. 
Um, <laughs> but it, but yeah, you're just relying on the on the on, on the rushing upside of Daniel Jones and him just um, not being completely incompetent like he was the first month. Philadelphia Eagles, go go go! Next, yeah, start them all. Love them. Right, Washington. Interesting day for Washington. They're trading Chase Young, Montez Sweat. That coach is out. He's not invited into the conversations about what they're doing. You know, Diana Rossini, people in the room wanted to keep these guys. Yeah, I bet, because their jobs depend on it. But new ownership, you know, they're they're going to the bottom. And they're not even – they don't have a terrible record or even necessarily a bad team. But there's going to be turbulence with Washington. I don't think it means Brissett. I'm a little bit surprised Brissett wasn't traded as well today. So Howell probably plays it out. Um, the key with Dotson and McLaurin seems to be Curtis Samuel's health. Maybe that doesn't really change, but things are going to be sort of un, uncomfortable in Washington here coming up. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, Howell's good for 400 yards. He's had some 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 big gains. I think he's been, I think he's a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Um, it was nice to see Dotson get on this get uh get rolling here. Um, I started him in one <laughs> league. I started him in one league just on like a, hey, he's due for uh, it was, you know, a tiebreaker thing. Like, oh, the guy, the, the guy's due, you know, he's healthy, he's talented. Um, but, you know, it's still nothing's changed. It's like 86% routes, 16% targets per game. He just happened to score this game. Um, and so, so yeah, right. Curtis Samuel could be the difference, but they also threw a ton and he had a ton of yards. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think much, is, all that to say, I don't think much has changed. For the commanders, I think it's the same old, same old. Eagles at home, previous game was high-scoring game, negative game script, perfect. I mean, Dotson, 23 points. Right. On my bench. At New England this week is is a different, different animal. Uh, so be careful. Okay. NFC North, Chicago. Your guy, Roshan Johnson. Are you ready to start him? I mean... I didn't. I started him a little bit here and there last week. Like I, I feel like, I feel like he lost. He lost. He lost his chance, man. Because now, mm. you know, I feel like he lost. It. I mean, it was a three back committee. I'm trying to look for that. Who was the name of the? There was like the third string running back out of the game. Darrington Evans. Darrington Evans gets a touchdown last week. Roshan, you know, thirty percent of the snaps, twenty one percent of the route participation. But it's a three headed committee, you know. And eventually, they're going to get the starter back. So I feel like he lost his shot, um, but so no, I'm probably not starting in this this week. I, I would like I have a lot of Foreman team. Like I'm starting Foreman over him. I wouldn't be starting Foreman in any situation. And Johnson is the rookie, so they're terrible. Logically, maybe I he agree. gets his yeah. chance. I mean, Herbert is what at this point? I, I I wouldn't definitely don't cut Johnson. No, never cut running backs if, if you can help it. But right, it's just annoying. Another tough one. What happens to Jameer Gibbs when Montgomery is back? Detroit on bye this week. Week ten, Montgomery probably is Gibbs startable at that point. Yeah, you're starting Gibbs, but you listen. You all know. We all know what's going to happen with Gibbs. He's going to go back to the role that he had had before. And Austin Eckler is going to talk about how he's not that good of a running back, and then he's going to get his opportunities and score thirty fantasy points. It's like I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be the same old. They, they, uh, that's that's what's going to happen. He's going to go back. We're just going to have to deal with it. Coming off a of bye, Montgomery. Fine. And I can't even complain because Montgomery's played well. It's not even like Montgomery's been, been bad. And that's what they want to do. They want to pound Montgomery. But maybe give Gibbs a little bit more 
uh, than he's used to getting. And it's nice to see for Dynasty that, like, look, he can handle the workload. He can run between the tackles, all that type of stuff. The big question mark is Jamison Williams. Like, the guy's got – I saw someone tweeted out today. I forget who it was. He's thinking he has seven catches in his career, and he has six games where he started and had zero catches. So, like, Jamison Williams is unstartable, and you can you could probably cut the guy. I think so, too. Season long. They traded for Donovan Peoples-Jones. Why? Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. I mean, Campbell, it's Campbell's organization right now. Like, Williams has no path, I think. Right. Green Bay, does Jordan Love get the season? That's a great – who's the backup in Green Bay? I can't even think of it. Mark Brunel. <laughs> no. I think it's Sean Clifford from Penn State. Wow. Good, good, good for you. Um, I think – I'm not Love- sure I'm right. I think Love probably gets the season because I don't even know who the backup is, but Love, you know, prop doesn't look very, very good. I mean, I, I, listen, I, people are ragging on the, on the like, I think LaFleur's a decent head, head coach. Like, I think he's maybe not a head coach, but like a play caller. I think he's decent. Watson, invisible. You know, Jones, invisible. Um, Love just making terrible throws, terrible mistakes. I mean, it's okay to say. Like, hey, this young quarterback just might not be it, you know? And I think that might be the case with, with, with Love. Man, I loved the logic of betting on Jordan Love to succeed. Winning yeah. organization, respected offensive coordinator, behind the scenes for three years, and sort of the Geno. Yeah. Dose. And, you know, he's not the worst, but Denver, Minnesota, just not getting there. So yeah, they could blow it up. Maybe there's a power struggle. I don't know. Let's not do that tonight. Minnesota, what an awful result for the Vikings, for football, for fantasy football, the Cousins injury. The Vikings today trade for Joshua Dobbs, who probably, he won't start this week, they say, but probably will start the rest of the season. Unless, I don't know, if this guy, Paul, is amazing this week, then that's interesting too. What? How bad is it for a Hawkinson or even... Addison, Addison for sure, uh, this downgrade. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a downgrade. I was being facetious on because on Twitter today, people are talking about, oh, you know, he's, oh, thank God they got Dobbs. It's like, really? Like, you get people, you didn't, no one even cared about Dobbs freaking six weeks ago, and now he's saving the, the Vikings. Um, I, I think he's certainly going to be better than whoever's there now. I think he certainly helps, but this, yeah, this is terrible for Hawk. It's terrible for all of them. Now, if they will, if they continue to pass at the level, I mean, I think they're like top three in pass rate over expectation. If they're going to continue to pass at that rate or close to it, I think the guys can still be borderline um, kind of guys there. Obviously, you're probably still going to start Hawkinson because he's an elite tight end and tight end stinks. Um, although we got Dalton Kincaid rising up their ranks now. We didn't talk about that, but. No, um, because yeah. of Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Leonard Fournette, that's right. So, um, I, I and, and just to kind of big picture, I like the trade for the Vikings. I think it shows that they're, hey, we're still trying to compete. They won three in a row. Where This is the best we could do. I get it. And I like it for the um, for the Cardinals for, for Murray. Like, hey, Murray's going to come back, um, do his thing. And, uh, and I like it for the, for, for the Cardinals uh, skill guys, too. Atlanta. I hope Atlanta loses every game for the rest of Arthur Smith's tenure, 50 to one. <laughs> I have tons of Kyle Pitts, Robinson, London. Somehow I hope they 
do okay in those games if I'm starting them because I don't know they're going to lose 50 to one. I just, he is the worst. I've, I've rooted against Belichick. I've rooted against Mike McCarthy. And then this guy, just like, I have no, I, I have no space in my head or my life for a guy like this being an NFL head coach. Just, it should never be possible for somebody like this to be an NFL head coach. There's just thousands of qualified candidates. You got this guy who just thinks it's a, it's a, a joke. Um, you know, go anybody playing the Falcons. Caroline, I refuse to talk about them. I'm sorry, Adam, we could talk about this next week in our meetings. I refuse yep. to talk about them at all because it's just too offensive. Carolina, Adam Thielen, yes, everybody else, no, right? Yeah, it was nice to see Thielen get to 15 fantasy points. We were worried about the play calling and all that. Um, I'm happy that he got to 15. He was wide open on a touchdown. He threw it to the tight end, fine, whatever. Uh, but yeah, Thielen's a go. Uh, Chuba Hubbard uh, took, I think he's the starter there now. I and mean, he took over the role ahead of Miles Sanders. So uh, I think Chuba's the guy there. But hopefully you don't have to ever play him. Offense sure. is terrible. New Orleans, so Saturday night, after I got home from hanging out with you. That's right. I, you know, Julius, my son had a, a friend, called him over, and my wife and daughter were at hockey. And I'm, as they say, left to your own devices. I'm yes. like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play the spy three times. <laughs> three different levels of spy. And I put Rashid Shahid in the flex in all three. Shout out to me. Also, nice. shout out to whoever won my money because I played Lamar Jackson and Zay Flowers <laughs> on all these teams. It happens. Uh, but Shahid, I don't know. I mean, there's some life with the Saints. I mentioned Taysom Hill last week. I want him on my team. I still do. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, Shahid, is, if you're in like a three-receiver league where you've got to start three receivers and a flex or two, Shahid, man, he pops. Uh, Carr, you know, as bad as he's been, he saves his best throws for Rashid Shahid deep down the field. Him and Alave, how about that play where he throws to Alave? Alave doesn't even see it and hits him in the face. Can you blame Carr? No, no, right from when when was the primetime game at it? Was it week one? It was early where you saw Derek Carr sort of like talking up Shahid? There was a bond that was evident right away. I mean, you can't start Rashid Shahid in season long leagues, but. Super boom bust. Somebody like the Go Bills are going to start him in week 15 and win all the Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Because no one else is going to start him. Oh, yeah. He's probably got like an incredible matchup or something. You know, yeah. You know, it, I mean, listen, you say you can't start him with injuries and bye weeks and stuff. He's probably had like, what is this? His fourth or fifth, like, really good game. I mean, I know uh, he's, he's more of a best ball. Week 15, Giants. Oh, boy. Giants. Week 15, Rashid Shahid week. Let's go. I love that you're looking that up. Like you're already <laughs> trying to figure out whether you're going to start them in week 15. Let's go. Tampa is super neutral. Everything is obvious. No to the running backs. Evans, sure. Godwin, okay. That's it, right? Next. Um. Yeah, well, Rashad White did have 18 fantasy points last week on six or seven catches. So if he's going to catch the ball, start him. Play the Bills again. Play somebody right. that you're, you know you're going to lose to. Yeah, it's true. NFC West, Arizona. Kyler Murray is coming back next week, if not this week. That's incredible. Dobbs is gone. They are still the favorite, though, Adam, to pick number one overall. I don't know. I mean, is there a scenario where Murray goes in and 
I guess what what do you want? You want them to lose all the time for their sake because that's what sort of they would want. But he still puts up. It's like Minshew plus where he puts up 20 to 25 points a week in a loss. Is that what they want? Is he still the quarterback of the team? I can't figure out what. So if they're they're not, if that's a competent organization, which we know they're not, how would you play it here? Well, uh, they're not a competent organization, but they they swindled the Texans, yes, into giving them. They have now have two top picks. They have um, that's, that's right. They have Houston's pick. Houston is like four and four or something, though. Yeah, so Houston's is so better than we thought they were going to be. Sure. Um, yeah, from a fantasy perspective, I want Murray. I want the offense. I want them to do as best as they is as they can. But from a from a perspective of the of the Cardinals, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have made this trade with that. They should have let Dobbs continue to play, let Kyler Murray sit out the rest of the year. Because, yeah, you want that, the highest pick you can get. Because, you know, this is supposed to be a good quarterback year. Caleb Williams, people are kind of softening on him a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know if the Arizona, I don't know if Arizona is prepared to give up a portion of their organization to Caleb Williams because he wants, he wants to ownership when he comes into the league. Maybe they're like, yeah, ne- never mind. We'll move on. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, I think they could be, they could be auditioning Kyler for a trade. You know, look, he's great coming off the ACL. He's good. They can trade him and they have a uh, uh, get another pick this year. So we'll see. But I'm glad that Kyler's getting back out there. They could also, if Murray is fine and, you know, he's paid already, he's young enough, they could trade the pick for the most return or or ever. That. Yep. So um, I like that he's going to play, though. You know, that's how it should be. Yes. Rams. This is a semi take. I'm I'm scared for the Rams guys. Like the conventional thinking has been start cop, start Nakua. I don't know. Stafford's been bad and he's old and now he's hurt. You know, the running back thing is nothing. Uh, The schedule is kind of tough. I don't know. Like I, 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 all I want to say is here, don't default to cop and Nakua. I would say that at this point, especially cop. Because I think it could get rough. Yeah, Cups been did disappointing. Six fantasy points two weeks ago, six this week, um, which stinks, obviously. Uh, Stafford's injury scares me. I'm not concerned about the offense if Stafford's healthy. I think he's going to sit this week against Green Bay. Then they got a bye week. Then maybe we get him back against Seattle, uh, which would be nice because Seattle's a good mm-hmm. matchup for, for, for receivers. So um, I still believe in that. That offense, we've got to get. Stafford healthy that that injury looked really bad the way his thumb like kind of stuck in there too it's not it's not a fracture which is great um but uh but we'll we'll see I'm not worried about the offense if Stafford can come back healthy they have the Browns coming up they have the Ravens coming up too you mentioned yeah. San Francisco or you mentioned Seattle San Francisco week 18 I don't like most things about it the Seahawks I mean that's a nice win for them if you care about who wins games um, Charbonnet, I guess. Jake Bobo. Wait, I skipped San Francisco. Never do that. I, I said it would go in order. Well, I just <laughs> didn't. We'll get back to San Francisco. But Charbonnet has some value. I picked up Bobo, and you'd never want to have to start him, but I guess you want to have him or you don't care. Yeah, I think Bobo's like one of these, one of the very few like handcuffed receivers there are. Like if anyone gets hurt, I think he goes, I think they like him. Um, I don't want to say for some reason because I I haven't really watched a lot of him and I don't know what, you know he's he could be a really good receiver in like the 
the kind of like the Puka Nakua mold where like, you know, if Puka, Puka had the advantage of it was, there was nobody in front of him. Cup was hurt. Bobo's right. behind a first round pick and two other really good receivers. Maybe Bobo is pretty good. He scored again. Um, but yeah, long story short, he's a guy that you might want to roster, especially if you have any of these Seahawks receivers, maybe as a, as, as a handcuff. San Fran has skipped. It's status quo. Do what you're doing with San Francisco. There's nothing different there, I think. Let's get Purdy is back. an interesting sports talk conversation, but that's it. Yeah, Debo yeah. coming up eventually. Thanks for watching and listening tonight. Mike and Adam at Shope Talk at Adam underscore Krautwurst at Deep End FF1. We'll see you next Tuesday. Happy Halloween. This is the Deep End. See you guys. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.